Welcome to Mr. Biz Radio, biz talk for biz owners. During the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a leading business advisor and two-time best-selling author, will cover topics that will help business owners run their companies more profitably and more efficiently. If you're ready to stop faking the funk and take your business onward and upward, this show is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. All right. Welcome to another episode of Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz Ken Wentworth. And this week we have someone I've been waiting far too long to get onto the show. Uh, so I met our guest this week uh, on Clubhouse, the app Clubhouse, last year, uh, probably late February, I'm sorry, late January, early February, I met him. We shared some stages. We were in a bunch of different rooms together. And then he and I, with a couple of other, our uh, other uh, colleagues, friends, we started a room and we were running rooms for several months and so shared a lot of stages with him and through clubhouse and his sharing of information and all of his great wonderful experience he earned the nickname of professor ricky and i'm sure you'll see why once we get into talking with this week's guest mr ricky o'donnell welcome to the show ricky Hello, my friend. How are you? Thank you for having me. It's awesome. Absolutely, it's man. It's it's way overdue. Way overdue. So uh, this week, I should have mentioned during the intro. So uh, Ricky's done a lot of different stuff in his, in his career. We're going to talk about that, but we're going to focus. Uh, we've never talked about it on the show, so I'm looking very much forward to this. Ricky is now head first di- has dived head first into the NFT space, and of course, we've never talked about that on Mr. Busy Radio. So that's why I wanted to have Ricky come on because. When he does something, he does not do it half-ass. He's like full ass in. So I wanted to have him come on. I know he'll be able to explain it to us very well. But before we get into all that, Ricky, um, what uh, you know, t- talk to us about your entrepreneurial journey. What led you to where you're at now? Yes, yeah, so it's really interesting. So, so for me, um, I've had a uh, animation media production company for over 20 years. Um, and at the age of 10, I wanted to be an animator. So I'm very lucky that I've animated, uh, directed my studios, done work for the likes of Disney. We've done Nemo, Peter Pan, things like that for cinematics. We've done the Tom Jones music video, Give a Little Love. We've done a lot of different commercials. And so over the last 20 years, we've pretty much worked with all different brands, companies, from TV commercials to VFX for films, all sorts of things, really. And I think uh, over the, you know, and it was like a 10-year-old boy became a reality. And then since then, uh, it's just it's just kept on evolving. And then uh, when you've been doing it for 20 years, you want to do something new and uh, come into the NFT space, which which although is, 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 is buzzing and everyone's talking about it, it's sort of a lifetime work to this point. So, yeah, very cool. Yeah, so I should also mention that uh, I, I want to thank you, Ricky, for coming on. I know Ricky's coming to us from the UK. So, um, you know, we're in the middle of the afternoon here, Eastern Standard Time. So it's it's in the evening for him already. We were talking before we went uh, on air here that, you know, of course, I got producer Alan in the background that's like pulling all the strings and making all this happen and, and making making this all work. And Ricky's like, man, I got this studio, but all my all my people are gone. It's, it's in the evening here in the UK. So, again, uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, I know it said kind of a pain in the neck sometimes uh, doing that. I know we did it with some of the clubhouse rooms as well, but so how did you, how did you sort of shift into the NFT space from where you had been with animation and everything? Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's really interesting because like in, in the animation media and film world and artists, you sort of work all the hours God gives um, media. It can be quite ruthless. You know, if you've got a project that's going on air uh, or you're working on a film, whatever it might be, it's, it's just tough. And I think, 
after being in the pit, in it for quite some time and you work for all these different brands and all these different agencies uh, and obviously uh, evolving the business, NFTs sort of allowed artists and creatives and technicians to basically become the heroes of their own story. And rather than having all the big corporations or everyone doing it, you, you actually have this creative freedom to literally do the most amazing things. So it cuts out all the middlemen, it cuts out everything. Um, and for me, it was allowing, uh, say, artists to become heroes of their own story. Because you see, when you, when you make films, if you're in the film industry and you're doing animation, whatever it might be, you're at the end credits. So when the lights come on and everything else, even though you've done the animation and all the beautiful stuff, you're at the bottom of the credits with the, you know, I think the person who sweeps the set is higher than the animator's eyes. Not saying they do anything less, but just, you know, the lights don't come on uh, until there. And so NFTs has basically flipped that all on the head where the artists and the creatives become the heroes of their story. And, and that was a big, big attraction and a, and a big the shift in how this movement is. It's just, yeah, I fell in love with it because it, it allowed the artists to be the heroes of their story. Well, it's interesting because as you first started, so I think, I think the room we were running, Ricky, if I remember correctly on Clubhouse, that, that regular room that um, you, myself, uh, Damon and and Ken were running Ken Hasty. I think we ended at somewhere around May, if I remember correctly, yeah. last year. And you were already starting to get into that NFT space. And as as I recall, I think you kind of got into the NFT space probably via Clubhouse. Was that correct? Yeah, I did. It's really funny. I mean, we're saying the, the avatar, my avatar that you'll see, uh, I used to use on Clubhouse when I didn't want to be on the business stages, you know, when I just wanted to listen because always we're getting invited up to the stages. And then I found NFTs and everyone loved this, this particular avatar and then realized that actually my whole life has been about media and content technology, having that sort of company. And with the business experience and the mentors and, you know, the various mentors and friends that we share that I've had, um, I felt it was a, I was able to help the NFT community and the solopreneurs in the art and film world um, get to the next step. Because obviously from a 10-year-old to become an animator, to have a studio, to do Disney, I, I've done everything I wanted to do and now I need to dream bigger. And so Clubhouse had a lot of these NFT rooms with these artists that are just phenomenal. And, and they're photographers and poets and all sorts. And they're all sort of making money now, but it was the sales and the marketing and the business practices that would need to be implemented uh, to help them on their journey. And, and that's, yeah, so that's sort of where I discovered uh, NFTs fully, um, but realized that, you know, it's, it, it means ultimately still a life's work of, of tech um, that's there. So yeah, it's amazing, really. Well, it's interesting. And it just, it's another example. I mean, I know Clubhouse sometimes gets a bad name for different things, but it, it, it is a huge learning opportunity. There's so many different things that you can learn about. And it's a perfect example of Ricky, you know, going into some rooms on Clubhouse that we're talking about NFTs. And at the time, didn't, he didn't know anything about it. And think about his experience in the animation media world and being able to apply that and his business experience from running successful businesses for 20 years to be able to help some of these young artists. And that's what I saw right off the bat, Ricky. And I tell you, I'm not just saying this. I was very impressed because I could see on Twitter right away that you were, you were in it to help people. Like you had, you'd kind of mentioned, but I think you kind of glossed over it a little bit. And I want to make sure people realize that, that that's what I got right away from it is that you didn't get into it like, oh, I'm going to go into NFTs and make a whole bunch of money or anything like that. You got into it because you wanted to help these people because you saw there's an opportunity, but they didn't have the business experience necessarily. Not all, some of them probably do, but not all of them. 
And so you're able to kind of fill in some of those gaps while you're learning the NFTs, NFT space and help them build that, that business up and, and learn the things that need to, need to happen to create a successful business and a uh, successful NFT community, which uh, I should mention. So definitely go follow Ricky on Twitter. So Twitter is where it's at in the NFT community from what I understand. Um, he's Ricky O'Donnell 79, Ricky O'Donnell 79 on Twitter. Um, and he's really been blowing up his, his uh, Twitter community. NFT Lions Club, hashtag NFT Lions Club, hashtag NFT Lions, and hashtag now he's grown. So we're outside of Lions, even now we have hashtag NFT Jungle uh, growing, uh, continuing to grow. So we're going to hit a break here. We're going to come back. And probably what you guys are all wondering now, we keep talking about NFTs. And I'm going to learn a lot from this too, so I'm looking forward to it. Ricky's going to walk us through sort of NFTs 101. So we're going to learn a lot about that space. And in the last segment, he's going to teach us how to invest in NFTs. So come back after the break. Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue-producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. Visit CheckOffYourList.com to learn how Check Off Your List's skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact Check Off Your List at CheckOffYourList.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live. Thank you for listening to Mr. Biz Radio. Did you know our show airs seven days a week for more than 30 hours now? If you are in the B2B space and would like to reach thousands of business owners every week, including our more than 250,000 social media followers, our thousands of daily internet radio listeners, our email list fans, and Mr. Biz Solutions members, email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com to become a sponsor. Tap into Mr. Biz Nation to help grow your business. Check out both of Mr. Biz's national best-selling books, Pathway to Profits, and How to Be a Cash Flow Pro on Amazon. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to the show, and it is time for the, of course, starting off second segment, Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. The Mr. Biz Tip of the Week this week, um, I'm sure that our guest will, will like this one as well because um, it's something I know he lives and breathes every day. If you can't consistently overcome setbacks, failures, if you will, you will never achieve long-term success. In the entrepreneurial world, in the business world, it doesn't matter how smart you are, who you know, what you know, it doesn't matter, right? I mean, it does matter, but in regards to long-term success, every person is going to face setbacks, regardless of your intelligence level, all that stuff, right? So the successful entrepreneurs, in my mind, the, the main thing that separates the successful from the not as successful or maybe even unsuccessful is are those that are able to overcome those setbacks, the inevitable setbacks that happen. And they're going to happen. You have to be ready for those, learn from them and move on. And you got to be able to do that continually, that consistent perseverance that I talk about all the time on the, on the show. And uh, so that's Mr. Biz tip of the week. Now let's get back. Mr. O'Donnell. I don't even know where to get started, right? Uh, we got seven and a half minutes and we, I'm going to go through NFTs 101. So, so you're the master here. You, you Walk us through this. So imagine um, what Spotify has done for music and mm-hmm. Netflix has done for film. Mm-hmm. NFTs has done that for art. So it's okay. allowed these digital art now, um, but it's more than just art. But to give you an example, a lot of people buy pieces of artwork that they put onto their wall. But now we've got all these digital screens. So if you own an NFT, 
it goes onto the blockchain and it shows that you own it. So if you owned a, a piece of art, you would have to prove that you owned it. You'd have to have the certificate. You'd have to box it, pack it, ship it if you were to sell it later. But with the NFT, it links directly to the artist. And in a world that's been locked down, you actually, in a number of instances, get to communicate and become friends with those artists directly. But it's more than just that. You see, last year was a lot about the art and the photography and the different images. But now you've got like this utility. So the NFTs are also becoming tickets and keys and passes to these events and to locations. So, so it's really, um, I don't even know, like blockbuster videos. And if you don't evolve with technology, if you don't evolve with the times and um, you don't adopt new technology, you'll go into obscurity and disappear. Um, so NFTs is basically fusing content and functionality, artists and technicians for the first time. And for the first time ever, now what you've got is so many people imagining so big and then making it happen. So NFTs, like imagine if you had a film with, I don't know, a Steven Spielberg film, and he released that particular film, and there's certain frames of that film, and every time you had, if you owned one of those frames, you could go to lunch with him. That's one of the possibilities with NFTs as well. So it's, it's more, more than just the art. It's actually, um, with 7.7 .7 billion people on the planet, I believe that's how many there are, and the number of people in this space right now, the scarcity is unbelievable, but the utility is phenomenal so that's sort of nfts um in a nutshell and a lot of people would say well i could just right mouse button save the image why wouldn't i do that and of course you can do that but when was the last time you ever did that probably never you could also download tracks you could download and rip a film but people like owning something and and the other thing a good friend of mine in this space who's a collector as well said you know you aren't able to right click save community so the communities that are formed in all these projects in these are, are unparalleled and they're so strong that collectively these communities are just super, super powerful. So when people say, oh, I can write mouse button, I can save an image. I don't understand why people are spending so much money on images. Why do people spend money on cars, Ferraris, Bugattis, Rolexes? Because they like the scarcity or the, the, the you know, the, the limited number Perfect example here in the summer, Board Your Ape Club turned into a 1 billion, 1 billion turnover of business. They're a blue chip piece. Their NFT is like 200,000 individually. And it took Airbnb five years and 10 million bookings. It took Board Your Ape Club six months. And, and, and so that's just to give you a, a, a quick idea of some of the numbers there. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. And I think you know, that was one of the questions I had as well. And I've, I've heard p different types of answers, essentially the same thing you mentioned as far as, Hey, I could just screenshot this, but even me being a complete neophyte in the space, I look at it as the difference between, you know, you may have a piece of art hanging in your house. That is a copy of a Van Gogh, right? Yeah. It's, you know, just like you're saying, taking a screenshot of something, that's a copy of a Van Gogh. I mean, do you, I mean, I guess for some people that's okay, but wouldn't you much rather have the original piece? Like I own the original piece that the original Van Gogh that this, this copy, you know, is, is, is born from. Um, so I think it's interesting. And it, so as I understand it, it's, it's, it's art, it's music, all, all forms of art. Is that correct? Yeah. Art, photography, um, film. I mean, now what you've got is whole films are being made and being funded by NFTs and then the distribution and then payouts are being paid to everybody who owns part of it. So it's helping fund and crowdfund projects too. 
So like the, the whole the whole space as it's a digital world and a digital metaverse. Um, I mean, Nike, uh, Adidas and, and a lot of brands are starting to come in now with virtual versions of their products. And that's having a higher value because there's a limited number. So, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, we've only scratched the surface of its true capabilities right now. Like you're going to start seeing any company that doesn't get involved in it is probably going to disappear, uh, particularly in the marketing space. You've got a generation that have grown up in Roblox and Minecraft and, you know, the social media. So they, the old ways of doing things are different. They've got new, 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 new thing happening here. And because we've only scratched the surface, imagine buying an NFT for an event, but you get a lifetime membership backstage passes. And whilst you own that NFT, if you wanted to give it someone, you could sell it to somebody else and then they get the lifetime passes and it creates generational wealth. Because one thing that's super amazing is that you can get paid every time that's resold. So you could get 10% always, every month, royalties automatically come in through NFTs. You don't need anyone to chase that up for you. It, it just happens. Interesting. So that's another piece I was unaware of. That's, that's, that's uh, I've heard of it, but it, you know, I wasn't exactly sure. So is, it, is that a standard at 10%? Is that standard across all NFTs? Is that just sort of the, the rule no, of thumb? You can, you, can set it, you can set it whatever you'd like it to be. So some people put 5%. Um, and for example, some projects. So imagine you have a project that's 1,000 pieces of art, for example. And every time that art sells, 10% of that or a percentage of that goes to charity forever. So the charities can be paid forever. And your children, your great-grandkids, your great-great-great-great-grandkids can always be paid providing that art keeps circulating. So if you bought a painting... And you bought a piece of art or a photo and you put it on your wall, you know, it might stay there or gather dust, um, it'll age, but in the blockchain, it doesn't age. And you can sell it instantaneously straight away to somebody else in the world. So you can enjoy it and then you can sell it. And it can appreciate over time because obviously the numbers are so limited right now. So it, 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 it's actually enabling generational wealth. And I've seen artists and people, one NFT can change your whole life. Um, but it is a... There is a lot of scam, you know, there's, there's a lot of scammers, there's lots of people, you have to do your research and you have to buy something that you like, but it really does create generational wealth and we have literally only scratched the surface of its, of its potential right now. Yeah, I think it's super interesting. So, um, and I, I've seen the same thing. I've seen the post and, you know, one interesting post. So I, it's funny you mentioned Blockbuster Video. I just did a TikTok on about Blockbuster Video and about how not, you don't want to make sure, you want to make sure you're not Blockbuster Video. And I think you're right. I saw another post that someone that's saying, those are the people that are out there right now that are saying, oh my gosh, NFTs are too confusing. I don't know, I'm not gonna get into them. Five years from now, you're you're already gone. You, you've, you've missed the boat. You're way behind the curve. Not that you can't jump on the boat at that point, but you're way behind. So we have run out of time this segment. We're gonna hit the break. We're gonna come back and Ricky's gonna tell us, give us some tips for those of us who wanna invest in NFTs. Are you ready to automate your business? Automation is the key to scaling a business and building wealth. It's also one of the most difficult things for a small business owner to do on their own. If you're looking for help with automation, Pulse Technology CRM can help. We have an exclusive offer for Mr. Biz Nation. We will build everything for free, even if it's a sophisticated funnel. Visit thepulsespot.com forward slash Mr. Biz for this exclusive offer. 
If you find listening to Mr. Biz Radio is helpful, imagine having live access to not only Mr. Biz, but also five other trusted business experts. It's true. You can have live access to your very own CFO, plus a business attorney, a website and digital marketing expert, a sales and growth guru, a financing professional, and a customer experience master. Visit MrBizSolutions.com to learn more. Join Mr. Biz Nation at MrBizSolutions.com. To submit questions to the show, email them to info at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to the show, and it's something you're probably all interested in now, especially. Hopefully, we've got you revved up. I know I'm, I'm anxious to hear about some of this because as I'm getting into this space and learning more about NFTs and how to invest in them, et cetera, um, you know, I, I, this is the part. If I didn't have Ricky on the show, I would have called him up and had this conversation with him because, you know, I want to learn some of it, especially as a, as a neophyte, as I mentioned, just learning all this stuff. And, and, and Ricky even alluded to it uh, towards the end of the last segment about, you know, there, of course, where there's money, there's scammers, right? So you got to be careful about that. So Ricky, uh, if you would walk us through or give us some, some tips on those of us who are beginners in the NFT space, but we want to begin to invest. What are some of the do's and don'ts that we should we should uh, be on the lookout for, and we should make sure we're uh, taking advantage of at the same time? Yeah. So, so one of the first things you need to do is get yourself a wallet, a digital wallet. So, I'm going to use MetaMask as an example. It's commonly used in the space. So you create a digital wallet, and when you create your MetaMask wallet, you get a 14 character seed phrase. Okay. Now, this seed phrase, these words, no one will ever ask you for them. So, never ever give them to anybody. And at the same time, make sure you give them to a loved one or you've written them down somewhere and put them in a safe because they are the access to your wallet in the future when you connect it to sites and things. So the seed phrase is super important, but unlike anything else, you're not going to be able to send an email to MetaMask and say, I've forgotten it. Can you let me know? You know, if you lose it, it's gone. So once you've got your MetaMask wallet, you need to probably put on some cryptocurrency. So either Ethereum, various, various different ones, but let's talk about Ethereum. So you put on Ethereum. And then what you do is you can go onto a web on platforms like OpenSea or Rarible or Foundation, and you can buy digital art or buy an NFT. Now, the thing is with NFTs, one of the things you really need to look at, and if you go onto Twitter or you go onto Clubhouse, let's say Twitter, you find an artist and you, you've got to do your research because there are lots of scammers. So never invest more than you're willing to lose. At the same time, if you're going to buy an NFT, then buy something you like because then you're not going to lose, you know, because if you bought a painting for your house or whatever it might be, you know, it might stay there for some time. But with these digital assets, you can resell them later. So make sure you click the link from the artist's website that takes you to the OpenSea. And then what you do is you see the one you want, you click buy, and then you'll, you'll confirm that on the blockchain and then you've got it in your wallet and then you have your NFT. So then you can display your NFT. Not only can you download that image then because you own it. So you can download it, you can print it, you can show it digitally on your screens if you want to, um, but you own it. And some of these images are also accessed to gigs, to, to events. Like for example, the lions, anyone who owns a lion gets access to the events and they get like VIP diamond access. So it's more than just an image. Same with the lion cubs. So I think that the best way to understand NFTs is to buy an NFT. And when you start buying it, just make sure you do your research. Don't invest more than you're willing to lose because there are so many projects right now that are literally probably going to just disappear because so many people think it's a get-rich-quick scheme. But at the same time, 
there are so many amazing artists, photographers, poets, filmmakers, and also, you know, you can buy NFTs now for an event. So if you're doing an event, Mr. Biz, you could actually have an NFT that anybody who has this NFT, it's like your ticket. So it, when they log into the site, they could get access to where your events are and the parties or whatever. So, so there are so many cases for it right now. But if you're going to buy an NFT, never invest more than you're willing to lose. Make sure you do your research and your seed phrase, never give it to anybody because it's super, super, power, super, super important because there are so many scammers. And another thing, if you hear of a project, because people start hearing about projects, make sure you go from the that artist or that project's website, not a copy because there are copies all the time. Wow. I think that's a good one uh, to know because obviously uh, the people out there, again, as we talked about, anytime there's money, uh, people are going to try to get into it and, and you know, scam people and, and take advantage of people and things like that. So I think that's a good one. And clearly it's very important because you've mentioned it a couple of times. That's why I was taking notes here um, uh, to make sure uh, as I'm going through this and, and kind of figuring this all out because you know, I kind of want to get into that this space as well. And, and again, like you said, I want to just, I want to buy some pieces and just sort of figure it all out um, as I go along and, and slowly learn about it. But so did NFTs originally start, I guess you should ask, was it originally started for just pieces of art and now it's just continues to expand in, into different, uh, different genres? Yeah. So, I mean, Everyone's knowing it from the art side. That's how they get to see it because it's an easy part to understand, but it's evolving daily. Like one, one day in this space or one week in this space is like a year. It moves that quickly. It's so prolific. It's untrue. Like you just, nothing moves as quick as, as, it, as it does. But now what you're finding is the, it's, it's basically content and functionality. It's technology, the blockchain, the ledger, all written down in the ledger, and then all the artists and creatives coming together where now everything that was impossible is possible. And, and that is what NFTs are and, and the power for it. Like you've got events, you've got artists and, and COVID has just expedited this because the COVID has locked down the world. So when the world has been locked down, what can you do? And this is where NFTs has literally blown up because it's the metaverse, it's the creative spaces, it's the new funding rounds. It's giving complete financial freedom to so many people because one NFT can change a life. Um, so it, it, you know, it, it's forever evolving it's moving at such a fast pace and i say you know i mean i think 2012 you look at bitcoin a lot of people look at cryptocurrencies and they'll think it's a ponzi scheme and how is that going to work um you know bitcoin there's 21 million bitcoins probably about 18 million there's 49 million millionaires not every millionaire is going to own a bitcoin and ethereum is the second biggest cryptocurrency and it's very very volatile but if you buy a piece of art and you love that piece of art and you've got it digitally it will continue to increase in value if, you know, the artist keeps pushing through and keeps doing stuff. So I think the thing is, is people know it from the art, but you've got photography, you've got film, you've got events and the utility aspect for it is we've only just gotten started with, with what's happening there. Um, so, so yeah, hopefully that's what answers your question. I mean, it's 14 hours a day, every day for the last years, a lot of information to try and take in a short segment, but hopefully that answers yeah. some of the questions. Well, I'm already uh, picturing, uh, and I'm sure I'm way behind on this. You're, you're going to say, oh my gosh, yeah, you're, you're like, you know, 18 months behind on this, Mr. Biz. But I'm envisioning having a, a digital screen, much like your background or, or, or my background, 
to where you could display in your house, right? A prominent wall in your house where you could have a large uh, digital display where you can display all of your NFTs that you had, you know, kind of roll through or scroll through or whatever. So where you could display that art and have it rotate and, and things like that. Yeah, yeah. And we have that downstairs in the studio. You know, we've got a studio totem that shows all the pieces of art each day. So, so we actually have that. But the other thing is, is like I'll, I'll use our lions as an example. The lions start from like, the cheapest line is probably about two, three thousand dollars right now, and then up to about one point six million. And there's only a hundred lions, so they sort of vary. But each lion is also an access token where you get VIP passes into events and things like that. So, so the actual image that you have on your phone. The other thing people do is they they, they own the rights to those characters. They own the rights. So micro businesses and franchises are happening by buying certain NFT projects as well as just the art. So there is it's like many, many McDonald's like board your apes. Everybody owns the apes. You see M&M's just bought an ape and lots of people are buying apes now, but they own it. So they own the rights to it. So they can print it. They can sell it. And they're creating businesses off the back of NFTs, as well as this utility to access these amazing parties. And for example, if you have a really big event and you have Mr. Biz's live event, Diamond Pass VIP, I could say, hey, Mr. Biz, the hundred lion owners, can they have access to your event? And you could say, yes, okay. And so I then have a utility. They can have access to it. So there's so many case use cases for NFTs right now. That sounds awesome. It sounds awesome. Uh, I, look, so for, first of all, again, I should mention, go follow Ricky on Twitter, Ricky O'Donnell 79, Ricky O'Donnell 79. Uh, Ricky, thank you so much for coming on. I learned so much. I got a whole page of notes here. Uh, and... <laughs> And it's, it's created more questions for me as well, but I really, really appreciate you coming on the show. It was very insightful. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me, my friend. And, and if you don't know my name in the NFT space, I apologize because I'm going for a billion friends. And, and I say, Ricky O'Donnell 79, sit, check me out on Twitter. Some amazing friends in the space. And I'm always holding spaces, helping new people into the NFT world. Awesome. Good stuff. Well, thanks for watching and listening, guys. And as always, don't forget, cash flow is king. This has been Mr. Biz Radio. To learn how to become part of Mr. Biz Nation, visit MrBizSolutions.com. For access to free weekly content, subscribe to the Mr. Biz YouTube channel and follow him on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. To listen to archive shows, you can find them on the Mr. Biz Solutions website.